la mano. ¿Y cómo sigue tu mamá? Oye, ya mejor andaba... Bueno, no tal. La palma. Hello, listeners. My name is Aime Peña. Welcome to the podcast Chalupa y Buenas. As part of the Texas Folk Like Fellowship, I intend to take you into a cultural time capsule of the famous game of chance, Mexican Loteria. We will explore traditions in the magnificent United States and Mexico border region, best known as the Rio Grande Valley. I took a deep dive into existing historic documentation regarding the origin of the game. What we know is it all began in Italy in the 15th century and was brought to New Spain, now known as Mexico, in 1769. In the beginning, Loteria was a hobby of the upper classes, but over time, it has become a tradition at Mexican homes. In 1887, Don Clemente Jaques began publishing the game. The images Don Clemente used in his card designs have become iconic in Mexican culture as well as gaining popularity in the United States and some European countries. The traditional Loteria card deck is composed of a set of 54 different cards, each with a different picture. Once the deck is shuffled, a caller will call one card at a time until a lucky player shouts, Buenas or Loteria, right after completing the agreed pattern. This podcast will be used as a venue for documentation of our community voices who continue to use this fun family game regularly and keep traditions alive. The participants you will listen to are part of our community. They sit with you in school. They teach our young. They sell at our local flea markets and keep the culture of Mexican Loteria going. I am a teacher. And I do teach local elementary here in Westlaco. I've been teaching for 18 years. I am a mother of two daughters. And we have worked so hard to be able to continue holding on to our traditions from our Mexican background. I do remember that my neighbors had a little local convenience store. And every Saturday afternoon, after they had already closed down their store, they would call my mom and they would invite for the game of Loteria. But of course, again, my mother would never attend. I happened to go with my friend. We must have been five or six years old. But her mother was a big uh, fan about playing this tradition game that every Mexican family should know about. My mother would not prohibit, but she instilled in us was because the traditional loteria was a money game. It was a game for for champions. It was a, a game that was going to take it all. Loteria is not only uh, nowadays, Loteria is not only for money, it's for family gatherings. We get together with cousins, with aunts, with neighbors, with close friends to sip on, on a hot coffee, cocoa, um, and to have a pan dulce con café. 
and we get to play Loteria. Now, my daughters know about the game. They played it, but they played it in a more bingo style because here in our area, it's not necessarily Loteria for money. It's no longer used for money. We now have Loteria for house cleaning supplies that we can use. We have it for jewelry. Uh, we've even, it's changed to where you can even use it in bridal showers. But again, it's not so much Loteria anymore. It's now used like a bingo game. Let me explain just a little bit about the Loteria. The Loteria has characters. A character like El Cotorro. El Cotorro is it's a parrot. Back then, they will get gather together just para cotorrear, just to be chatting about anything. El borracho is someone who has been drinking, and after drinking from La Botella, another one of the cards from La Loteria, and in a, whatever local place that they gathered, there's always a musico. And a musico is, again, another one of the characters from this particular game. These are just um, some of the, I want to say, some of the characters that we Mexicans can identify with. We have El Caso, Se Cocina El Mole, Se Cocina... I mean, so many people have cooked on these casos. We have apaches, we have, we have el nopal. We can still say that we can eat uh, nopalitos and salsa. These are, these are exquisite meals that, that, that I'm familiar with. So when we get together, we normally send a, a phone invitation. We're gonna play Loteria tonight. Who wants to come in and who wants to bring what? So it's like a like a potluck, and some of us will bring churritos, some of us will bring pitas, some some will bring a ready plate to eat, someone will be preparing the coffee. It could be candies, a dessert, un panecito después del juego. It could just be so many, so many items that we all share and each one of us have the opportunity to participate in this. Graciously taking them in, overall it's just brought in good, sweet memories. My name is Joanna Maya, Mexicana in the Valley. I can say that. Loteria here is part of our daily life. We see it very often. We see it uh, everywhere. I've noticed that people now have t-shirts and they become very common or they've also used them for parties. They substitute any character from the Loteria and they put themselves in it or they create a new character. 
that can match the theme of the party. So the kids here in the Valley already know how it's played, what you need to do, and the format, so it's easier. We created our own Loterias with new vocabulary words, so that's how I integrate this into the classroom. I've been exposed to it all my life. I've never thought about when. It's just, it's part of our daily life. We see it everywhere. My kids have also seen it since they were little. I mean, it's just a tradition and something that we we as a family have done on Sundays. We'll call tia, abuelita, our cousins, and we're like, let's get together. Yes, let's play loteria. Maybe it's another, we use it as another excuse to get together as well. We play mostly for fun. You can say that we did get together on a Sunday to play mm -hmm. Loteria. And I think that's a very common thing that people do here and in Mexico. This is Claudia. And this is Ivania Garcia. They're from Reynosa, Tamaulipas, in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Here it's very common to go to the store and buy Loteria. They have it everywhere. Or you can make it. You can personalize your own car. Yeah. We did make them. You can buy the, the print house. You can buy them. You can make them as well. Yeah. It takes time because you have one day to cut them and then another day to place them. So depending how much time you have, you can go at your own time. Comparing it to the bingo with the like bingo with the numbers and stuff, I feel that it's more stressing to me. And this one, it's just like characters, and so you'll see the picture, and it's like okay, this one and this heavy duty loteria. It's like you have all the cards in one card, so it's like you have to have it in your card. It's like a stress reliever. Everybody is allowed, even the kids, if they want to play. Anybody could play a boy, girl, kids. Now that it's more modern, we have the shuffler in our phone and we just play it. So nobody has a specific role and who's going to say the cards. It's just put the phone and click start and we start the new game. Our family comes over and we have either like a small cookout. So we bring food. Then it's just about having a gathering, being with our family, having fun. Usually in gatherings, we always like provide the food and the snacking in between. So it's kind of the thing that we have been doing a while, but it's kind of like, oh, you're hungry, there's bread, or oh, you're hungry, there's leftovers. Because we play since little, we're used to the characters. We see it like very normal. We don't mm -hmm. see it like as offensive. We see it more like a game, like a yeah. friendly game. Mm -hmm. Nothing offensive. It's like a traditional game. So you want to share a little bit of your culture. You want to share the fun that is fun. So that's that's why you will share with them. You will be like, let's play. So they will see that they will have fun. Mm -hmm. Then baby showers that I have gone. Obviously, it's not Loteria Loteria like Mexico, but they would do like the pacifier, the stroller type of thing. Other people that like to play it and like our friends, they also have the Loteria or we're going to take out the Loteria, let's play. So it's kind of nice since we're already used to it. Mm -hmm. 
This episode was hosted and directed by Aime Peña, a 2022 Community Folklife Fellow. The Folklorist Next Door is brought to you by Texas Folklife. Our executive producer is Janelle Ramirez. Our technical producer is J.A. Strub. To learn more about the fellows and their projects, visit texasfolklife.org. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts.